Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello, you are listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and welcome if you're listening for the very first time, and hello to all of you who will be listening via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, Player.fm Radio, and Podbean. I hope you're having a great start to your week, and I hope you had a wonderful Mother's Day. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, who has more than 180,000 audiobooks and spoken word audio products. And you can get a free audiobook of your choice by going to www.audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. Later, I will be sharing my audiobook selection for this week. Tonight, we will be finishing our two-part series with Dr. Angela Chester on moms and how they can reclaim their space. And then, of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, my repurpose suggestion, and my app suggestion for the week. And, of course, my question for the week is, do you currently have something that belongs to your adult children who are no longer living with you in your home? And one woman said no, because after 35 years, they moved out of the house and they got rid of stuff. And actually, another mom shared with me that this Mother's Day, instead of going out and getting all the gifts and the perfume, et cetera, she asked her kids if they would help her organize their space and go through their childhood things and decide what they wanted to keep and what they didn't want to keep, which I thought was a great Mother's Day present, which kind of segues into my little statistic for the week. And my statistic for the week is how much we spend on Mother's Day. And basically, as I said, the average person spends about $163 on Mother's Day gifts. But of course, online shoppers spend a little bit more. And then the breakdown is that they're estimating that $21 billion, that's right, $21 billion is spent on Mother's Day gifts. And there's about 85.4 million moms in the country, and that was as of 2015. So moms, we got a lot of stuff, which is why I wanted to have Dr. Angela Chester return and just for part two of Reclaiming Our Space. Dr. Angela, as she has been called, has built a career spanning more than 25 years and thousands of people counseled. As a pastoral counselor and a motivational coach, she has a deep passion for showing others how to change their perspective to change their outcome. She teaches people how to plan and reach solutions to look beyond the impossible. Dr. Angela has served as an associate pastor, public speaker, purpose coach, and has built a reputation as a thought leader on issues related to motivation and relationship counseling. 
She is frequently quoted by CNN, the Long Beach Leader, Madame Noir, the Man Registry, the Los Angeles Times, and other publications, in addition to holding numerous public speaking engagements throughout the year. Dr. Chester currently is a member of the International Women's Leadership Association. She holds a degree in pastoral counseling and divinity from the Trinity Institute. She is the author of numerous books, including the best-selling Before You Tie the Knot, a premarital counseling workbook for the DIY couple. So without further ado, I am going to bring on Dr. Angela Chester. yourself settle on the bed and you know just meditate and all of a sudden you hear uh mom <laughs> and it's like wait a minute <laughs> exactly. why is this in here in the first place <laughs> now listen when we were new moms we hated it when we were trying to enjoy our tub time or our shower mm-hmm. time and our little ones came knocking on the door there's no difference just because our children are now adults Um, we still need to have our personal and private spaces. Um, One of the things that you can do is, of course, set boundaries. And I know people hear that so much, and, and they start to just go, yeah, 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 I need to set boundaries. But it's like, yeah, 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 you need to set boundaries. Because with those boundaries, people understand what they can and cannot do. If we have boundaries in all other aspects of our lives, then we have to learn to place boundaries in our personal lives and also have those little guardrails that are going to keep us exactly where we need to be. So if we're talking about space and your adult child, be it that they live in the home or outside of the home, if you gave them that left section of the garage and now they're starting to spill over into the right section of the garage, uh, now they even have a few things in the dining room, and now your family room looks more like their family room, the boundaries have just, they're, it, it, the line in the sand is removed. Someone just stepped over it and just kind of brushed it away because they're not respecting the boundaries. So that's that's one way that mom can take back her space. Um, she needs to be kind of realistic in structure and in time frame. Like last week we were talking a little bit about understanding the situation that's going on with your adult child. Um, realistic structure is, is that I can only give you this much space. Realistic time frame is I can give you this much space for this amount of time. Um, but that conversation needs to happen between mother and child. Um, if it's indefinite, mom, I need you to just keep this refrigerator forever for me, then it needs to go in a place where you can hold that refrigerator forever. 
perhaps the garage or, you know, in a, a back shed or something like that for whatever the reason. So having that realistic conversation about what needs to happen. And then the rule of no new stuff, just no new stuff. We can hardly hold your old stuff. So you can't bring in new stuff until you figure out what to do with the old stuff. If it's an old TV, if it's old furniture, if it's an old car, what are your intentions with the old stuff? And what is your intention with new stuff? If it can be sold and, you know, how you would advise advise your client base, if it can be sold or given away or whatever, then you need to look at that and decide how much needs to be new and how much of the old can you actually keep. Mm, wow, that is so good. No more new stuff. And it's interesting, <laughs> when you were talking about the personal time, I, re- I had a flashback to when I went to visit my girlfriend. I'm getting ready for mm-hmm. a really nice little bubble bath, Dr. Angela. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, the little one, I think she was about maybe <laughs> two or three, comes in the bathroom, and she just starts taking off all her clothes. And I said, wait a minute. She's like, bath time. I said, hold it. And then my girlfriend's like, where are you? She's like, I'm with Aunt Janet. And then she's like, okay, wait a minute. She's like, oh, wait. And then she started calling her by her name. She was like, but I said, but you're right, that private time. But also when you were talking, it's, I also thought about something about how I'm also finding that some parents, their kids are saying, let it go, but then mm-hmm. they aren't ready to let it go. For example, a woman came across mm-hmm. a box that her daughter had in college. So we're talking mm-hmm. about the bedroom slippers, the robe, whatever those mm-hmm. kind of things she had in her dorm room. The daughter mm-hmm. has married several years, children, house of her own. She said, Mom, get wow. rid of it. And she's asking mm-hmm. me, Janet, should I? And I'm like, but she doesn't want it. And you don't need this stuff. And this, this robe is at least 10 years old. <laughs> so it's like two, it's like yeah you want it but then sometimes I, think, I guess the parents don't want to like let go of whatever that is right right and you know we have to even when it comes to our adult children things at every stage of our lives we need to figure out why are we holding on to the items that we're holding on to? Now, I'm not talking about someone who's a hoarder or anything like that. And I'm not talking about, you know, baby's first tooth. I'm talking about the steps that we collect along the way. We really need to ask ourselves, why are we holding on to that? Now, if her daughter were ill and you know at some particular time frame that perhaps she would no longer be with us, then you can understand why she may be holding on to it. But at at this particular moment, the daughter is well and everything is going good and, you know, it is a normal living your life situation, then mom has to say, what's really going on and why am I holding on to this? Is she trying to hold on to a time period? Is she trying to hold on to a time frame? Is she trying to hold on to something that happened during her life at that particular time and this is the only tangible thing that she has? that represents that, if that's the case, then she really needs to talk about it. And why why is she allowing herself to have a long pause in that time frame? She may not be stuck, but she, she's pausing too long there because she's holding on to too many things. So for that person, they really need to sit down and have a good long heart talk with themselves and ask themselves, why is this item so important? Why do I need this in my life? but it's not in my sight, but why do I need this in my life 
Why do I feel the way that I feel right now? And if I let it go, how is that going to change the memory of what happened? Wow. That is really good advice. So, Dr. Angela, how do you maintain order in your home, you know, as a wife, as a mother? Um, and I know, you, you know your children are very active. They're in sports. They're doing so many things. They're traveling. You're traveling. You know, everybody's traveling. But how do you, you know, how do you, you know, as the wife and the mother, like, okay, you know, Great no, question. yes, no, yes, no, yes. <laughs> well, you know, I, I always say that the biggest thing is time management, and that's another thing that people kind of want to shoo-shoo you about, be like, yeah, yeah, but it really and truly is so important. And I would would mention that at work, we're able to really manage our time quite well because there's a certain expectation and there's a certain reward. We want to make sure that we keep our job, we want that paycheck, so we do what we're supposed to do in a timely manner. Um, your personal life should be the same way. You want the the reward or the check of having a family that runs smoothly, everyone gets to where they need to be on time with the items that they need. Um, financially, you're able to cover the things that happen um, and also be able to put some to the side for those incidentals and accidentals, uh, things that happen, so on and so forth. So for me, it's really about time management and communication. Everyone needs to communicate with everyone else. Um, I have a central station, a family station, um, where if you have something that you need to do and you need one of us to show up or someone needs to participate or it's longer than a three, four block walk, and I need to get you there, it needs to go up on the board. So the same way that we would um, run our business, the same way that we would conduct our jobs, my family is my business. My family is one of of the jobs that I uh, do and I do very happily. And I want everyone to know that they're important. So everyone has like a color code. Uh, Everyone knows what everyone else is doing so that if it's football practice or soccer or if it's um, music or chorus or swim, whatever it is, then it's, hey, I'm available that weekend. I'm going to go and support my brother. I'm going to go and support mom with that or dad or however it is. And we we can still spend time as a family. So I look at it as what is work priority, what is, my personal priority, and then what is family priority? Not necessarily in that order, but just what are the the three categories that you have to look at? What needs to happen? When does it need to happen? And how can I make sure that everyone is covered as as much as as possible and feel that it's um that everyone's getting a, a equal or fair shake in the deal? Wow. That is wonderful. Mm, you you need to speak on this and write on this, Doctor Angel, because I'm just like, oh, ready to take some notes here. Uh, <laughs> I can see you now speaking to doing a Mother's Day luncheon or something to all the mothers out there and their daughters mm-hmm. too, or their sons. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, that is a a great idea. Thank you so much. Because it really is about family. You know, when we think about family, it has to be a family affair. If everyone is doing their share, then everyone can make sure that that the wheel keeps turning and that everyone has an opportunity to shine. So most definitely. And and it is. So, Dr. Angela, how can listeners get in contact with you? 
Sure. Thank you for, for the opportunity. They can visit me at drangelachester.com. There's no periods or spaces, all one word, drangelachester.com. Um, they can send me an email at drangelachester at gmail.com. Um, if they like to visit me on Facebook or on Twitter, it's Dr. Angela Chester. And on Instagram, it's Dr. Angela C. And, of course, listeners, as you know, there is a link on the show page directly to Dr. Angela's website. Well, Dr. Angela, thank you so much for, once again, joining us, sharing your wisdom and the nuggets on how moms can finally take back and reclaim their space. Thank you for having me on, Janet. It's always a joy to be on with you. Thank you. Well, that was Dr. Angela Chester, and I hope that you took notes. If not, you can listen to this over again, and you can listen to number, excuse me, part one again, too. So these were some great, great tips that she offered. So our sponsor, Audible, is offering our listeners a free audiobook of your choice and a free 30-day trial membership. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized and choose from over 180,000 audio programs. You download a title for free. You start listening. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash get organized. It's audibletrial.com forward slash get organized, and you can start today. And my audiobook selection for the day is Do Less, A Revolutionary Approach to Time and Energy Management for Busy Moms. Do Less, A Revolutionary Approach to Time and Energy Management for busy moms. Well, if you are tired of living with your piles, if you're ready to find things the first time, if you want to better manage your time and your life, then maybe you should join my Get My Life Totally Organized Facebook group and become a member of a community that will support and nurture you on your journey to living an organized life. It's a safe place where you can post questions, photos, videos of your organizing challenges, and receive strategies that will help you get your life in order. For an investment of only $7 a month, you will get personal strategies from me. You will also be the first to see some of the products that are, um, are coming out. You will also be in a community that is very supportive, and you'll get an accountability from me as well, all for $7 a month. But you can join for the first 30 days for a dollar just as a a way to test the group out and see if it's something for you. But, again, it's the Get My Life Totally Organized group. Just go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com. Well, now I want to share some tips in Taylor's Tip Time to help you stay organized at home. Tip number one. Put your shoes away weekly, your shoes, your accessories, your clothes. Tip number two, clear your dresser off regularly so you're not looking at clutter. Tip number three, have a side table with a shelf or a small bookcase for reading material. Tip number four, have a hook on the back of the door for clothes you want to wear the next day or for the clothes you take off when you return home. Tip number five, break the habit of putting clothes on the bed, the chair, the exercise bike. Because a lot of times when you do that, you don't have room in your closet because there's clothes in your closet you no longer wear it. So those are my tips in Taylor's Tip Time. Now, if you are thinking about getting organized and you want some one-on-one, 
then why not sign up for a virtual session with me? Before you start that, why don't you sign up for a free 15-minute session so we can talk about your your, uh, organizing challenges and your dilemmas, develop a strategy, and then you can see if we would be a good match to work together. So again, go to my website at JanetMTaylor.com for more details. Well, of course, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast, for following me on social media, for retweeting, for liking all of my posts on social media. And I hope you continue to subscribe to either my Instagram page, my Twitter page, find me on Facebook or on YouTube, and of course, my Pinterest page. And this week, check out my Pinterest board on bedroom organizing as well as organizing your paperwork. Well, today is Monday, and tomorrow is what? Toss It Tuesday. So this Toss It Tuesday, toss items you don't need on your dresser so that the first thing you see each day is a clutter-free space. Well, now moving on to my app suggestion, my product suggestion, and my repurpose suggestion. My app suggestion for this week is Calm, and that basically helps you deal with the stress whether you're at home or at work or in your commute, just to be less stressful. My repurpose suggestion is to use the items throughout your home to in your garden. So check out my Pinterest board, Repurpose the Garden. And my product suggestion comes from my Amazon shop, where this week is drawing day. So all of those things you use to draw, whether it's a paintbrush, whether it's markers, whether it's pencils, there are items in my store that can help you organize them so they're accessible and you can find them the first time you look. The quote of the week is, to describe my mother would be to write about a hurricane and its perfect power or the climbing, falling colors of a rainbow. Maya Angelou. Well, next week, we're going to be talking about self-care for your moms and women in general with Melvina Davis. And then we'll be taking a break for Memorial Day. And then we'll be coming back in June talking about decluttering your mind, organizing for success, and ergonomics, which is something I have to deal with now because I've had shoulder issues. So now the doctor is saying it is time to redo the office and it's time to get some new pillows. Of course, if you have a topic that you'd like me to talk about, please email me at, uh, go to my website, of course, and fill out the contact page, and then let me know what are some of the topics you want to hear in the future. And of course, we will probably be changing our time, so I'm going to keep you posted, but those of you who listen to the download, you will not really be impacted that much. Well, I want to thank you so much for listening, and be sure to share this podcast with your family, your friends, and on your social media network. So please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com, and until next time, have a clutter-free day, and most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter? Get Organized.